From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday the 15th of December 2022. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we look at the deadly protests and political crisis in Peru. This isn't the only thing happening in the world, though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, we discuss France's ongoing McKinseygate scandal, which could land Emmanuel Macron in hot water. But first, what's happening in Peru? Last week on The Daily Briefing, we covered the dramatic story of the apparent attempted coup in Peru and the subsequent removal of Pedro Castillo as president. In the week following those remarkable 24 hours, things have escalated, with calls for early elections, deadly protests and a state of emergency. Firstly, a quick reminder. On December the 7th, in the face of an impeachment vote, Peru's left-wing President Pedro Castillo attempted to dissolve the opposition-controlled Congress. Castillo attempted this with basically no support from any political or military institutions, or even his own political allies, several of whom resigned from his cabinet in protest. Congress ignored his attempted dissolution, met anyway, and voted overwhelmingly to remove Castillo, who was subsequently arrested and charged with rebellion and conspiracy. Prosecutors have since announced they are seeking an 18-month jail sentence. Congress installed his vice president, Dina Boluarte, as the new president, and she called for space and time to rescue the country. Nevertheless, protests erupted calling for fresh general elections or Castillo's reinstatement as president. Protests have been seen especially in the countryside and mining regions that helped propel the former rural teacher to the presidency just 18 months ago. It's important to note that while Pedro Castillo is, or was, an unpopular president, the approval rating of the Peruvian Congress is even lower. That means many protesting on the streets do not recognise Dina Boluarte as president, given that she was installed by Congress. The week of protests have been deadly. At least eight people, five of them teenagers, have been killed in the clashes with police. President Boluarte said on Wednesday that Peru cannot overflow with blood, adding that Peru has already lived through this experience in the 80s and 90s, and I believe that we do not want to return to that painful history. Boluarte was due to rule through to the end of Castillo's term as president, which was due to end in 2026. At the outset of the protest, Boluarte said that general elections could be brought forward two years to April 2024, but this announcement did not quell protests. She's since said that general elections could be scheduled for December 2023. As demonstrations and violent clashes continue, the new government has declared a 30-day national state of emergency, giving police special powers and restricting the right of Peruvians to gather and move freely. The dramatic week has divided not just Peru, but also the international community. On Monday, the governments of Mexico, Bolivia, Colombia and Argentina put out a statement calling for the protection of Castillo's human and legal rights and described him a victim of undemocratic harassment. Mexico went further, with fellow leftist president Andrés Manuel López Obrador, also known as AMLO, saying relations with Peru were on hold and that he still considered Castillo the country's president. Peru is no stranger to political crisis and unrest. And as things stand, things look likely to continue for the foreseeable future. 
Okay, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. Barbados's top court has struck down a number of colonial-era laws that criminalise gay sex, making it the third Caribbean country to do so this year. The laws, including one that demanded up to a life sentence for gay men who had sex, were basically unenforced, but signalled that LGBTQ people were criminal and lesser citizens, according to the head of the Human Dignity Trust. Several churches and religious groups in the Caribbean have opposed abolishing such laws, but nevertheless, the court's decision marks another win for activists, organisations and the LGBTQ community who have been fighting discriminatory laws in the region. It follows similar rulings in Antigua and Barbuda and St Kitts and Nevis earlier this year. There are still six remaining countries in the Americas that criminalise same-sex sexual activity. They are Guyana, Grenada, Dominica, St Vincent and the Grenadines, Jamaica and St Lucia, where a case is pending. Reacting to the court's decision, the Human Dignity Trust said it's gone from a certain ripple effect to a tidal wave in the Caribbean, which is what everyone involved set out to achieve. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Despite intense fighting continuing between Russia and Ukraine, there have been reports today that another prisoner swap has taken place. This latest exchange sees 64 Ukrainian soldiers and a US national living in Ukraine released and returned back to Ukraine. It's not known how many Russians were released by Ukraine in return. The US national is a US Air Force veteran called Sudi Murakezi and had been helping the people of Ukraine in their fight against the Russians before he was arrested. Upon his release, he told ABC News that he spent weeks in a torture chamber of a basement where he was subject to electric shocks and was beaten by his captors. Allegedly, he was accused of being a CIA operative. The White House refused to confirm the deal. They did, though, tell reporters that they certainly welcomed that news. Yesterday, it was reported that a migrant boat sadly sank in the English Channel. It's believed that those aboard the ship were attempting to reach the UK from France before the ship went under. Lifeboats were able to save 39 people, but sadly it's been reported that four people have died. It's understood that when the dinghy began filling with water, by coincidence there was a fishing trawler nearby able to begin rescuing people. Ben Squire, who owned the trawler, helped those in the water up to his boat with ropes, before giving them fresh clothes and a shower. Those from the dinghy claimed that they paid about £5,000 each for their place on the boat. In a joint statement following the incident, the UK and France pledged to destroy the business model of people smuggling gangs. In the final uplifting news story today, we discuss a new scheme introduced by France. The French president announced last week that people aged between 18 and 25 will be entitled to free condoms, which is part of a wider package of health initiatives announced by the French government. Macron described this particular measure, though, as a small revolution in prevention. It makes sense that the French government's focused on this issue, though, because it was revealed that France saw a 30% uptick in STIs between 2020 and 2021. Let's hope that this new scheme makes something of a difference. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of the French McKinsey Gate scandal, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Now might be the time to do it, as there's an offer which gets you a year of membership for less than $1 a month.
That's huge because Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. They also get access to a ton of other exclusive ad-free TLDR content, as well as videos from all your favourite creators. The good news is, like I mentioned, our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers you some of the world's best documentaries, is offering an incredible deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $12 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR content on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than a dollar a month, a deal which doesn't last long, and support the channel.